Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast here from MyFishingCapeCod.com. I'm your host, Kevin Collins, back with you for another one of our July mini podcast editions. And we've got a long lost guest lined up for you today. We've got MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins set to join us here in just a few short minutes. And Ryan has been busy fishing and maintaining the website and doing all of the other admin things that he has to do to keep my fishing Cape Cod alive and well. So I'm very much looking forward to catching up with Ryan for the first time in several weeks. And the tenor of today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. A lot of our mini podcast episodes have been fishing report podcasts on different areas of the Cape and the Islands. But with this podcast, we're going to take a look forward into the future of what's to come and what we have to look forward to here during the summer and fall months of fishing around Cape Cod. We're going to touch on how the striped bass fishery evolves. We're going to talk bluefin tuna and how the schoolies are alive and well out off Martha's Vineyard and the giants are starting to show up and be caught out east of Chatham and out on Stellwagen Bank. We're going to talk about the amazing fluke opportunities that are to come in the month of August. And we're also going to talk about brown sharks and funny fish and all the good stuff that is in store over the next several months. So sit back and relax and let's welcome in our guest. Well, as promised, our feature guest on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is a guy we haven't heard from in a little while, and that is MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. And Ryan, I want to welcome you back to the podcast, first and foremost. Thanks, Kevin. It's good to talk to you again. It has been a little while, hasn't it? Yeah, it feels like it's been almost a month since we've last chatted here on the podcast, and we've been doing plenty of our mini podcast reports that we've been putting out there with different members of MFCC and the greater Cape Cod fishing community. Hopefully the response to those has been pretty good, trying to get information out to everybody on different areas of the Cape and Islands. But for this podcast episode, we want to kind of take a peek forward into what's to come this summer and into the fall even in terms of, you know, what we're going to be looking at in terms of fishing the Cape and the Islands. And the first thing I want to just start off with is just striped bass. It's something that everybody likes to talk about in the forum. It's just a species that's extremely popular, especially this time of year. And it's something that's kind of always living, breathing, moving, and evolving in terms of where the fish are, you know, where the large biomasses of bigger fish are, and how people are able to catch those fish. So let's start there, and then we'll move our way forward. So I would um, imagine the canal over the next few weeks, August. I mean, this is prime time down there. I mean, uh, over the last few years, August has been a really good month at the canal. I'd imagine the next set of breaking tides, whoever's listening to this, that would be worth checking out if you want to give the canal a try. And also on Cape Cod Bay. I mean, Kevin, you know, uh, late July, August, we've had many successful trips out in Cape Cod Bay during that time of year especially with live eels, tube and worm. A lot of night fishing can be done in the bay during July and August. And the rips as well for stripers. They're, they're being caught right now. I know some folks in the forum have been posting. They've had some successful trips, especially during the outgoing tide. And the rips 
can produce fish all throughout the summer. It's a great place to look for good, consistent action. And historically, during the middle of the summer, those stripers eventually start trucking their way north up off the Outer Cape. And uh, probably six or seven years ago, there's quite the biomass that's spent pretty much the whole summer right off Chatham, feeding on sand eels. We'll see if that happens again this year, to anybody's guess. But at the least, I would think the surf casting opportunities along the Outer Cape will probably only get better as summer settles in. Nice, cool water out there on the Outer Cape as opposed to places like Nantucket Sound or Buzzards Bay that get really warm during July and August. Cape Cod Bay and the Outer Cape stays a little bit cooler. And last year, I did pretty well fishing the Outer Cape beaches at night during the incoming tide. Usually the action would get started about two hours after low tide, fishing at night using swimming plugs. And I had a great time last summer. So it's just about time for me to start making the trek down there to the Outer Cape beaches. And I'm really hoping that bite, you know, happens again this year. Can you talk a little bit as well about, I'll say, the the differences of fishing with uh, soft plastics or lures or, you know, trolling a, uh, a tube and worm or maybe you're, you're in the middle of the day, you're using a jig or a spoon. There's kind of an evolution, right, that happens during the year. Then you start to incorporate fishing live mackerel. Then you start to incorporate fishing live eels. Can you talk a little bit about your personal strategy on kind of how that looks to you? I definitely use eels a lot more during the middle of the summer. And, of course, at night, but you can use them during the day as well. I've seen some conversations in the forum over the last couple of days about folks starting to find schools of finicky bass, especially mm. in places like Cape Cod Bay during the day where they troll through them or drift through them and they're not getting any bites. Okay. And that's, um, you know, that happens, no doubt. But during the summer in Cape Cod Bay, sometimes I'll just exclusively fish eels. But each area of the Cape is different. Um, eels can work pretty well at the Monomoy Rips, but a lot of times you can just cast lures down there, even during the summer. You know, that water is rushing through there. Oftentimes the fish aren't terribly finicky. But I would also um, always have a, a wire line outfit on board. You know, having 300 feet of wire in the water and jigging, it's kind of the last resort, but it can produce fish when absolutely nothing else is. I think you you encounter more finicky fish during the middle of the summer, especially during the day. They can be a little bit more challenging to bite. And one other tactic that works for finicky fish is trolling tube and worm on lead core. And I know some folks think it's kind of boring, but the way I do it is I don't put the tubes out unless I'm marking fish. And sometimes I'll only use one tube, and I'll strategically position my boat, and then put the tube out and drag it right through the school of fish. Hmm. And if I don't hook up, or even if I do hook up, I immediately locate the fish again before putting the tube out. So I'm not just aimlessly trolling tube and worm at one and a half miles an hour for 10 hours in a row. I'm strategically using my boat and sonar to locate the fish, 
quickly put the tube out, do a pass through the fish, and if I don't hook up, then I reel in and find the fish again and then set it back out. And if they're really, really finicky, I'll drop the boat into neutral and just allow that tube to spend as much time in the middle of the school as possible. And you can just picture that tube slowly sinking down through the school. Sometimes that will get a bite when absolutely nothing else works. So uh, I don't know if that kind of answers your question, Kevin. Striped bass can be caught so many different ways. But in general, I think during the summer, you know, slowing things down, fishing at night, and and going deep can, can help get bites. Now, changing course and changing species, I know you're going to focus a lot on bluefin tuna as well. That bite is really heated up since we've last recorded a podcast with the two of us. There's a ton of schoolie bluefin down off the vineyard, and I'm starting to hear reports of giants being taken on live bait. So I know that's something that's kind of coming in the future here and that you're going to have an eye on as well. Yes, on July 1st and July 8th, I got out giant tuna fishing with some members of my fishing Cape Cod and Captain Cullen from Cape Sky Triners. And we headed out east, and we caught plenty of tunas. And the largest was 95 inches, quite the whale show. Last year, we did that during August as well. So I would imagine, you know, right the whole summer, that can be a great area to look for tuna. It's no secret. Uh, Cool water out there, lots of bait. It's a big area. But if you're able to get out east, that can be a good place to look for tuna. I know the bite south of the vineyard sometimes lasts throughout the whole summer. It's been good so far. Hopefully that continues. I haven't personally been down there yet, but I'm hoping to maybe make a trip down there. And then uh, later in the summer, usually off Peacot Hill Bar, up by Stellwagen Bank, Middle Bank area, you start getting some smaller fish that you can target with spinning gear. Obviously, there's giants around, too. I know we did some trips during mid to late August a couple of years ago up on Stellwagen chasing 80-inch, 70-inch, and 60-inch class fish with the spinning rod. And we ended up hooking a couple that were bigger than that on the spinning rod, which isn't so good. We I remember we fought one fish for four hours on the spinning rod before losing it. So we've got all that to look forward to. Another thing I'm planning on doing later this summer is uh, cruising around in Cape Cod Bay on a flat calm day with the drone and trying to film some giant tunas as they sun themselves on the surface. And uh, the stick boats, that's basically what they're after during late summer. In the day, they're looking for, actually, they're out there right now poking around looking for tunas. But I'm going to be poking around with my drone hoping to get some shots. So lots to look forward to with regards to bluefin tuna and hopefully the canyons too. I haven't been out there yet, but I'm hoping to get out to the canyons as well. And I know some other species that you're looking forward to targeting, you know, in August in particular. I know you're going to be going out on the fluke trip with uh, Bruno Demir, our good buddy from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. So I know you're going to be looking forward to target some fluke as well in August. I'm really looking forward to targeting fluke. I'm really looking forward to getting out with Bruno. You have some really excellent podcasts that you've recorded with Bruno with regards to fluke fishing. So if anybody is listening to this and they're interested in getting in on the fluke fishing during late July and August, 
you got to check out the podcast that we've recorded with Bruno over the last year because he gives away some awesome information with regards to technique and with some specific areas to target fluke. Now, in addition to targeting fluke out there in Nantucket Sound and at the shoals from a boat, I'm also hoping to catch some fluke from shore. South side inlets, I've got to give that a try during August. I've caught fluke during August uh, in Cape Cod Bay, some of the creeks in Sandwich, Blacksville Harbor. So I'm really looking forward to targeting fluke. And during the middle of the summer, that's when, you know, that's when you go. And I caught fluke uh, last year. We were catching them right until the season closed. First week in October, we caught some in the little boat. So I'm really, really looking forward to, to fluke fishing, especially from shore. And uh, one of the best baits that I've found are mummy chugs and killifish. If you can set a minnow trout with some bait or uh, with some bread, excuse me, in some of the creeks, get some of those mummy chugs and killifish. The fluke really love those guys. And I've got to try drifting some of those in some of the inlets during late July and August for sure. So I'll keep you posted on the fluke front. And flounder. I want to try for flounder in Cape Cod Bay. I know it's not particularly exciting type of fishing, but I plan on getting some sea worms and, and giving flounder a try as well. And looking forward even further, Ryan, I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but I know you're also looking forward to funny fish coming up this fall. So I think we'll end on that topic, but I know that's something that's just kind of on the periphery of your mind as well. Yeah, about a month from now, is when people really start talking about the albies and the bonito and the Spanish mackerel. I think last year I heard about the first albies being caught on August 17th. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it was August 17th, which is pretty early. So I'm going to be giving that a try. I'd like to catch them from shore again this year. One thing that we kind of breezed over that I forgot to mention, Kevin, are brown trucks. Mm. And throughout late July... In August into early September, the south side, Vineyard Sound, Nantucket Sound beaches at night, you can catch brown sharks. And we have some really good posts in the forum. We have some articles and videos on the blog about catching these sharks from shore. And I'm also hoping to do that at some point. Last year, um, some guys that I know, they did well. End of July seemed to be when they were catching the most brown sharks. They were getting several bites per night. Well, it looks like we have a lot to look forward to coming up over the next couple of months. And fortunately, we've got, you know, the forum, the podcasts, all the other content that you pump out to kind of guide us and steer us through all the different fishing opportunities we are blessed to have here on Cape Cod and the island. So, Ryan, really appreciate you taking the time to join us on this edition of the podcast and hopefully you're not a stranger for as long next time yeah i'll plan on talking with you again next week kevin i appreciate it thanks very much to ryan collins mfcc founder and creator for joining us on today's edition of the my fishing cape cod podcast always great to catch up with my cousin and hear from the horse's mouth as to what's going on in the water around cape cod and with my fishing cape cod in general Sure do appreciate Ryan squeezing us in and can't wait to catch up with him next time. So that's going to put the wraps on today's edition of the podcast. Sure hope you enjoyed it. And this is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off. And until we chat again, tight lines and take care.
Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news, information, and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and take care.